You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 15th, episode 3188, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, horse people. You have found Horses in the Morning on a Monday. You're in for an amazing horsey week of laughter, learning, and fun with Glenn and Jamie. That's right. It's my last day before before I go on vacation. And we're going to talk about that in the Alder Post Show because, Jamie, I have a story to tell you. I it can't in, wait. It involves roosters, canceled tickets, and a guy in India sitting in a shack. Okay. So, so that's what the post show involves. But tell us what's going on. Apparently, a friend of yours is coming on the show today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I I I would love to consider her a friend, uh, but uh, she's just too amazing for for me. So her name is Ashley Avis. She is the director of Wild Beauty Mustang Spirit of the West. She did this documentary, and uh, we're going to talk to her about it. She's also the one that did the last Black Beauty on Disney Plus that I didn't want to like, but I loved it. And uh, <laughs> she's been, <laughs> yeah, I was like, this isn't right. I'm not supposed to like this. I loved it. Um, and then, uh, so she's going to come on and talk about the new movie, and uh, also studies show a question first world problems, and I road tripped all weekend and i would like to point out why when you're stuck in a vehicle for six hours one way and then six hours the next day do you feel the need or do i am i the only person who feels the need to stop at a gas station and get like 70 dollars worth of candy like <laughs> i weighed you're not myself the only one. <laughs> i weighed myself this morning i was like oh god <laughs> like for some reason I need Snickers and Twizzlers when I'm driving. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense, but that's what I did. And uh, yeah, I'm paying for it this morning. So anyway, um, can't Me, wait. it's a whole bag of Oots chips. Chips. You know, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, the chips. Oh, chips. I can't stop eating chips. Chips like, are I'm my hungry. downfall. <laughs> you know what's a good lunch? A Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> why is that a... Oh. <laughs> I'm with you. I think that's not you, just you. That's universal. I'm eat it that's and all then of us. Sit still for hours. <laughs> that's all of us. All right, daily winning time. I need a disclaimer before I do the auditor birthdays. I spent an hour looking through Facebook to find all the birthdays for the next two weeks when I'm going on vacation so I wouldn't miss anybody. If I've missed anybody, blame Facebook, not me. And if you have complaints, write to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Oh, by the way, she's on vacation too and will not read your email. So. Actually, if he forgot your birthday, send me an email, jamie at horseradionetwork.com, and I'll get it out there because I'm always having to pick up the slack for when Glenn <laughs> goes on all these vacations all the time. That's anyway, it. go ahead. All right, birthdays in the next 
next couple of weeks, a lecture weeks, Rachel Walker, Catherine Cook, Heather Brower, Carrie O'Hara, Claire Asan, Sean Ortiz, Claire Kirsch, Colt Farrington, who still has the coolest name in all of menhood, uh, <laughs> Emily Permenter, Shona, Shauna Ensign, Chelsea Tipton, Jennifer Taylor, and Megan Clark. Happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a wonderful birthday over and the remember, next And remember, when weeks. he screws up your super easy name, consider it a badge of honor because he can't pronounce anybody's name. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, my daily Whitney goes out to all you mamas out there. Yesterday was Mother's Day and even mothers of animals count mothers of puppies and kitties. And at this point, my son is a mother of two ducklings <laughs> <laughs> and uh, horse mamas and all the mamas out there, human mamas and animal mamas alike. Happy Mother's Day. It was it's uh, Ch- Chad was gone. So our our Mother's Day date night is tonight. So that'll be fine. Uh-huh. Good. And uh, did you have a good Mother's Day? I was in the car driving back from Texas. Because remember, I ate Snickers and Twizzlers for two days straight. (laughs) Well, you had a good Mother's Day then. Snickers all day. That's perfect. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 So yesterday I took, or Saturday morning, um, I got some work done here and then loaded up Jack, my new old horse, and took him down to April's. If y'all didn't hear, listen to last Friday, um, he was not happy to do the job of ponying horses and leading babies because he literally hates every other horse, right? and, And I mean, he's kind of a mopey dude, like just kind of miserable like you lead him around you kind of have to take him for a drag you know it's like it's like pulling a puppy on it you know like they're just like oh, i don't want to go you know so he's kind of like mopey and this seemed very unhappy and and april who is the one whose fault it is that i have him uh she's down in texas and she's like why don't you just bring him down here she does some driving and has 500 acres and she's like he can just hang out with if those you recall um she has that big Clydesdale mare, Josie, who came to me to be started. And she's got a couple other mares on a field. And so, you know, like when the horses get adopted, I don't know if I'm the only one who does this, but I, I always just, I was told a long time ago that tell the horse your intention before you go to do things. Like if I'm going to ride a horse, Hey buddy, Hey, hey so I'm going to hop on you. We're going to go around the arena and then go for a trail. You know, I just always let them know. I don't know why. So I'm always like, hey, if they get adopted, hey, this horse is, you're going to have a new mom. Her name is Jen. She's really sweet. Be a good boy. You know, have a good life, you know, kind of thing. So I'm I'm walking Jack to the trailer. And I'm like, hey, Jack, I'm sorry it didn't work out here. I'm, I'm really going to miss you. I, I just want you to know you're going back to where you came from. He left going, in the trailer, didn't he? You're going back to April's <laughs> and you're going to hang out in the 500 acres. It's going to be great. You're going to be very well loved and taken care of. And at this point, I'm opening the trailer door and I have to kind of go behind. And I've got him on a lead rope and I have to go behind the door and latch it. And so he's standing there and I walk behind the trailer with the lead rope to latch it. And all of a sudden I get hit in the face with the door because he has shoved it open and leapt <laughs> into the trailer. <laughs> like I've taken him to the vet a couple of times. He didn't load like that before. Like he pushed me out of the way to get in. That's like a bad like, boyfriend breakup. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm out. Like you could, if he could have like burned rubber on the way out, like he would have left tire tracks. He, he in just grab his crap and go. So I drive him down, and I'm like, "This is the most amazing. Tra- this horse in the trailer did not move." 
He had a bunch of alfalfa hay and a little bucket of water. And he just, he didn't even move the whole time. Like he just like, I'm cool. I didn't tie him up. He's in the loose and the four horse, just like whatever. And so I get to, to Texas and I pull into April's and, you know, I load I'm like, okay, where do you want him? He's going to go out here. I, I didn't need to be told where he was going to go. I, I, I put the lead rope on him. He leaps out of the trailer. All of a sudden he's like, Six years old. Okay. Not 20. He leaps out of the trailer and drags me to the gate where he's going to go. I've never seen. And then her horse and mares run the way and they had to kind of move him out of the way. Cause they're all like, Hey, he's back. And, and I'm, he's running circles around me. I'm having to put like one hand on the rope, <laughs> one hand on the shoulder. And he's like running circles around me. So excited to get back out there. So they move the mares out of the way. I lead him through. I pull off the halter. And he just left. He's like, bye. <laughs> like, he didn't even say bye. He took off out to those mares. He has, a, and they're like a Percheron, a Clydesdale, and a giant worm, but a bunch of fat ladies out in the field. And he is a chubby one. He loves the chubby ladies. Okay. I'm just getting, no offense, April. <laughs> they're living well. Um, he runs out there. And of course, they're all like, you can't come over here. And he's like, I'm just going to run alongside you guys. And they run in this field. For like, I just, I, I mean, my heart was so full. It's almost like he was like, why did you even bother taking me out of here? <laughs> like, I don't know, because I had to spend a million dollars on vet bills getting you healthy. And now you're back to your happy place. And oh, my gosh, it was so beautiful. Like, I mean, I have a million pictures of him. Like, you see the mares cantering onto one side of the field. And then here he comes. Do, 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 and runs after with him. When I left, when I went to bed Saturday night. Cause I stayed at April's uh, Saturday night. I look out and there's the three mares and then he's about 25 yards away. And he's just like trying to be near them, but like not trying to push the boundaries. And then I come wake up on Sunday morning and he's right with them. Oh my gosh. They let him in. He was so excited and happy. I could not, I could not have imagined a better way for me to feel good about not keeping him here aside from the fact that, Oh my God, he's so much happier. He, I mean, he's been here for months and he would never, if all did not my, like Oklahoma, <laughs> he didn't like Oklahoma. He didn't like all my geldings. Like if they were all, apparently he didn't like you side, either. <laughs> yeah. He didn't like me either. He was done the South side. Yeah. It's just, he was never with any of the other horses. I mean, he would come up to eat and like happily eat. And then he'd be like, let me out. I'm leaving. And, and yeah, he just never really warmed to me Kinda or like the lifestyle. Kind of like when we had to give up our greyhound, you know, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Just yeah. it wasn't a fit. It just wasn't the right fit. Yeah. And I'm so grateful to April to, uh, you know, help me take care of him. And, and we're going to share costs on him for the remainder of his existence. And I'm so grateful to her for finding him and, and we've done a good deed and, and so grateful to the person. I still don't know who it is who paid his last dental visit bill. Um, the, the listener who did that, I'm just, and all the people who wished him well and KPP and, and all of the guys who helped me with him. So it definitely took a village and it continues to do so. So, but I just couldn't feel better about where he goes. And let this be a lesson to you guys. Tell your horse what you're doing. Just tell him. <laughs> because he would he the last time like he loads pretty good, but like the last time I was like, come on, come on, come on. This time it was like, get out of my way. I'm going in there. <laughs> 
Well, what's really awesome is as I'm talking to him, Lucas walked out. He's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Just let it go. He called his dad on the airplane and said, mom's losing it. Mom's losing her mind. <laughs> well, I'm, that's a happy ending. So we have yeah. a happy ending. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. It is. So anyway. Well, if you're heading over to Ocala at some point or by Ocala on your way to Disney World in Orlando, you need to stop at the World Equestrian Center. They always have stuff going on. They had the big uh, derby party a couple of weeks ago. They had all kinds of weird, different stuff over the weekend. This weekend coming up, they had the Florida Paint Horse Club. It's hosting the Paint Pinto and All Breed Show. Uh, that's May 12th to the 14th. That's open to the public. They're also doing the Spring Festival. That's a big festival they have with food trucks and all kinds of stuff that that goes on and they just have these things every weekend and then the weekend's coming up they're having a big cdi three-star dressage show uh and uh, some more jumpers and things like that so things will happen all summer long because they have four huge enormous uh air-conditioned arenas with air-conditioned stalls so uh you don't have to stop here in florida at the world equestrian center doing shows in the summertime and if you want to learn more about the schedule or where it is or you want to stop by on your way by no ronda our legacy listeners came up and spent spent a little time at the World Equestrian Center. She wrote to me about that. It's worldequestriancenter.com. All right. We have time for a quick study show. This is because I'm gone for the rest of the month, so I thought we'd get it in. Do you want to guess these this time? Of course. All right. So what study show is, I do a search on Google. I just put in study show, and I look at the last month. And we want to take a look at the studies that we've that we as a society have wasted money on because we already knew the answers. And it's amazing. Every month, we find new studies that pretty much come up with the same conclusions that previous studies over the last 10 years have said. And if they're off the mark, it's, it's, it's like, oh, wow, that's shocking that coffee is good for you, you know, made... <laughs> Study made by the Coffee Growers oh, Association. Coffee will be back in today's studies. <laughs> oh, good. Because <laughs> every month, coffees and dogs. Coffee and wine. We have dogs today, too. Oh, good. So, uh, so you can guess along at home as Jamie guesses with me. New studies show that mental health at work is. I mean, can you even have mental health when you're at work? Because, you know, you're at work. That's pretty much the answer. Um, new studies show that mental health at work is surprisingly much worse this year than it has been in previous years. Come I don't think it ever gets people. better. <laughs> I don't think we've ever seen a time when it got better. I'm um, having to work. I mean, I could be on a beach somewhere. My mental health is suffering. That's true. That's true. Studies show that the lack of flossing your teeth can negatively contribute to, go for the obvious here. Gingivitis. Gum disease. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> Gingivitis is gum disease. Well, that's so weird that flossing is like good for your teeth and like leaving stuff deposits in between your teeth isn't good. That's so weird. But study, they continued the study because I actually did read it to find out how ridiculous it was. And it went on to say that the same studies find people with gum disease have two to three times more risk of having a heart attack or a stroke. Duh, everybody knows that. That's why you get your dog's teeth cleaned because it contributes to heart problems. Yep. I mean, maybe Surprise. they probably spent a million dollars on that study. Now, this one we have never had watermelon in a study before, but we do now. Studies show that watermelon consumption is linked to higher um, I mean, water consumption. No, it's linked to higher nutrient nutrient intake and better heart health. Apparently, watermelon's good for you. 
I thought you were going to say it makes your pee pink. <laughs> I've never no. noticed that. Have you noticed that? Is that no, did that to you? but I was just, I mean, it could be a new <laughs> well, study. I don't intake, know. So, uh, but you know, Dr. Wendy says that watermelon is good for horses too. So it makes sense, right? Um, now, how many times on this show in the last 14 years have we talked about probiotics? At least a thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, studies show that probiotics benefit pooping that and uh they came up with a new one actually (laughs) sleep quality they say you sleep better if you have good probiotics in your tummy okay well you sleep better and you poop better i mean those go hand in hand hand in hand sounds stomach problems we've always said it's always ulcers it's always ulcers so obviously yeah new studies show that forgiveness is talk about a waste of money impossible (laughs) Depending on the person, I think. Um, <laughs> that wasn't the answer. Uh, new, <laughs> no, really? New studies show forgiveness is good for mental health. Oh, wow. I'm like, so shocked. Like, we didn't know that. All You've right. Been holding a grudge for like a million years isn't healthy? That's so weird. <laughs> Again, I want to see the price we spent for these studies and add them up sometime. They don't post that in the article. Consistent meat. Oh, this goes with Friday. Remember, we had Katie on from the Women's Meditation Network, and we talked a lot about meditation. How oh, I got to talk to you about that too. Okay, consistent meditation practice lowers. Well, what happened with me was Friday night. It? I had a very busy Saturday morning, and I woke up with like massive anxiety. Of just like, oh my God, I got to get all this stuff done. It's just 2.15 in the morning. And it's like 4 o'clock all of a sudden, and I'm still awake. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the to Katie's show. And I put on the sleep meditation. Yeah. 15 minutes, Glenn. 15 minutes later, I was out. So what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> so this study says consistent meditation practice lowers... I mean, it lowers your, uh, I mean, am I supposed to guess the right thing or the wrong thing? I never know what to do. You can guess the right thing here. I go, you okay. can go with the right thing. It lowers, uh, consistent medication lowers your blood pressure. That's true. It lowers depression, anxiety, and self-criticism. <laughs> see? There you, you go. See? Yeah. So now, I think we already knew that, except when you get the bad thoughts when you're meditating, and then I don't think it does that, but... You know, well, you yeah. don't have chance to get the bad thoughts because Katie's talking to you on these po- medica- meditation podcasts. I'm not kidding you, Glenn. I was out in 15 Were, were you really? Was it Katie yes. that was yes. doing this? Yeah. 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 It's her. And she, I'm like, who is this soothing? I know. And she lovely. has the creepy Katie voice, I call it, when she does the meditation because we're used to the Friday voice we had. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think it was creepy at all. It was so soothing. Well, apparently it works. It was great. Yeah. That's why 100 great. million people have downloaded it. Uh, latest study show, guess what? That drinking coffee is good for your... Digestive health. <laughs> good for your ulcers. Uh, latest studies show that drinking coffee is good for your brain and lowers blood sugar levels. Okay, unless you pile in the sugar and the fake creamer. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Probably going to spike it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't say whether... I didn't read the article, so I don't know whether they actually put sugar in their coffee. Uh, now, who else did we have on on Friday? We talked about dogs, right? Because we had Chrissy Joy on. Mm-hmm. So uh, this study says that dogs reduce stress in... 
dogs reduce stress in wives and add stress in husbands? Ask mine. <laughs> That wasn't the answer, but that's true. Uh, that'll be the next next month's study. Dogs reduce stress in children. Do you think it uh, Homer reduces stress in your child? In my child, yes. In my husband, no. <laughs> Again, I. You know what I've come to realize about Homer? Bless him. Now, for He's new listeners, Homer is her. Well, how, long did you get, how long did you get Homer? Oh. I mean, he's coming up on a year, I a year? think. Yeah. He's really dumb. I mean, <laughs> bless his heart. Are there smart basset hounds? I don't know, but he's really. By the way, dumb. send your hate mail, basset hound lovers, to Jennifer at Horse Radio Network. Oh, you can send it to me. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> you don't have this dog. Like, but I mean, my God, he knows a lot of tricks. Like, he's very food motivated. But like, uh, the like, you know what? He's he like, challenged? oh, there's a car. I'm gonna stop it, and he runs in front of it, like. <laughs> He's like, I knew it would work. <laughs> like, well, he wins that one every time. He's he's trained he's trained all the cars <laughs> to slam on the brakes and stop right when he gets there. <laughs> he's so, but they're so fun looking that they can get away with ever whatever. Oh my they god, want. he is so cute. I love him uh, so he's much. He's just so fun looking. Just, she sheds. God, the shedding. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> they need Last to bring with poodles. <laughs> Last one. Spending just three minutes a day. Oh, I don't know what we were spending three minutes a day do, doing. I, I forgot to write that down. <gasps> so the last study doesn't work. Oh, I know so what, what it was. What are you supposed to do for three minutes a spending day? Spending just three minutes a day with your dog reduces, and we already talked about this, in your child it reduces anxiety. In you two, it increases anxiety, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, yeah. Now, again... I think that animals in general help my child like make, they make him more active. They make him more compassionate and all this. You should see this boy with these baby ducks. They follow him everywhere. I'm like, I'm the one who saved you. <laughs> he didn't save you, but they love him and they follow him everywhere. He's just so like a proud, proud peacock with his little babies. Cosequin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit CosequinEquine.com. The director of Wild Beauty Mustang Spirit of the West is coming up next. Her name is Ashley Avis, and here is the trailer. I'll never forget the first time that I saw a wild horse. It was right at the edge of dawn. And I thought they looked like ghosts. This is an area that used to have thousands and thousands of wild horses. There has been an aggressive roundup and removal of huge numbers of wild horses on our public lands. There are lobbying dollars in Washington, D.C. that we're up against. It's a David and Goliath situation. It takes the accountability out of the system. If the United States follows its own laws, they would be protected by the Endangered Species Act. This kind of injustice is happening all around the country. And it should terrify every single American who cares about wild horses. Sweetheart, run. We're asking you, Mr. President, to stop this roundup. They go across the border, and once they go across the border, they don't come back. 
It's a policy that puts small farmers out of business. It diverts the public's attention away from the effects of overgrazing by commercial livestock. I'm not sure what we're about to encounter. Oh my God. I can hear them crying. We've been listening to it for hours. We want to keep you here. It's some conspiracy. This is a government agency that is broken. Just keep rolling. I am so pleased to welcome to this show Ashley Avis, who I consider at this point, you're like the modern day wild horse Annie. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Jamie. That's incredibly kind. And I'm very, very honored. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. Last time I saw you, we were at the movement and you played for us just the first about 15, 20 minutes of the movie. And it's finally out. I know it's surreal that the film is finally, it's finally here. We've been working on this, as you know, for the past five years and for it to finally come out to the world and for people to, to be able to see it, to be able to hopefully raise an unprecedented amount of awareness for wild horses and, and their families. It's, it's, it's pretty surreal. We're, we're very, very, very proud of the work. Well, for those who might recognize Ashley's voice, she was on this podcast talking about the new Black Beauty that she did for Disney Plus. And so this movie is kind of a turn from that. Like that movie inspired you to pursue the 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 Mustang story, right? It did. And and I grew up with horses. That, you know, in growing up with horses and and that being such a big part of my life and my childhood and my teenage years. Horses dropped out of my life when I went to college and started building a business. And, and so when horses returned, I, I was so shocked and I felt such a level of guilt that I didn't know about the wild horse issue. And that really prompted me to go down this rabbit hole into, into realizing, you know, if as a horse person, I didn't know how many people don't know that this is going on in our country, that wild horses are being rounded up and they're being placed into government holding facilities some never to gallop again. As any horse person listening to this knows, horses are highly intelligent. They have family bonds. And what's being done to them in our country is an, an unbelievable and epic injustice to everything that we're supposed to stand for in the United States. And so in, in realizing the issue back in 2017, I intertwined the, the story of the wild horse into our modern day black beauty to honor Anna Sewell and why she wrote Black Beauty in the first place, which was as an animal welfare plea for the cab horses and the carriage horses of her time. And so we've we've been able to raise a beautiful amount of awareness through Black Beauty for Wild Horses. I've gotten so many amazing messages over the years from children since that film came out, being inspired. And then Wild Beauty became this journalistic turn into, into this feeling that as filmmakers, we needed to keep going to create what I feel like now that now that the film is out more than ever, it feels like a tool that people can use to try to try to wake people up, to try to get this issue into the press, to get it into the media and to get it in front of lawmakers that can start making change before we lose wild horses to history. 
I mean, it took you four years to put this together. And for those that uh, haven't seen the trailer, I mean, you are out in, in the, the wilderness. I mean, you're out in the <laughs> desert. You're out just, I mean, you're just hitting the ground. It's boots on the ground. And you had uh, run-ins with the BLM. And I remember all of this going on. And you've done uh, so many, like, picketing ideas and come up with all of these ways to help. What do you think? Do you think that... Now that this is being released, is it going to move things forward or did you already start when you started this documentary? I feel like we've begun. I feel like there's a groundswell happening right now. And obviously that needs to turn into we need a surge of awareness. And that's what we've always hoped this film could help do. And it's going to take everybody. It's going to take everybody in different equestrian communities. It's going to take different organizations that all specialize in what they do best. And then hopefully we, we can help with the film, but it's been really, really cool because we've been posting about our journey for, for years now. And, and people have been aware of, you know, what's gone into making this film and, you know, driving through the night to be able to get to a roundup to document it in time or, or, you know, standing on top of those mountains and asking people to start questioning the Bureau of Land Management about in my opinion, the, the lies that outed to us about why we couldn't see the trap site or, or, or why they were keeping us away. Um, it's been, um, it's been quite a journey. And I think that that the, the people that have participated in that, that have followed it, that have shared, I stand with wild horses for a couple of years now, we came up with that campaign from, from, you know, the SUV as we were driving through, driving through um, through Utah on the way to the roundup of the Anakee when we were trying to stop that. And and we really thought that roundup would stop. Those are the horses that are featured in Black Beauty. And I Stand With Wild Horses began around that time. And it's been really fascinating to see that take off and for thousands and thousands of people to be using that hashtag. And that's what we're asking everybody to do is to, is to post our trailer and talk about wild horses and use the hashtag I Stand With Wild Horses. And, because I think that there, there's something in our psyches where if you hear the same thing multiple times, it starts to stick and you start to pay attention. And that's what we need people to do. We need people to pay attention, but ultimately we need, we need change. You know, we need big change. Congresswoman Dina Titus is reintroducing uh, a bill to ban the helicopters, the use of, of helicopters, which I think is a massive and really strong first step to ending some of this madness. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. I'm pretty sure I do, I do but <laughs> the fact that we, that, that, that the government is using an aircraft, a low flying helicopter flying at eye level with these horses and, and, and day old foals, how we are doing that in 2023 is antiquated. It's cruel. And it's, it's, it's mind boggling that that is considered a humane way to manage wild horses. So in my opinion, that needs to stop. That needs to stop right now. Well, I, I think you've, you've found your audience with uh, me and all of our listeners. Cause we're all, <laughs> we're all you. on the same side. Now you, I mean, you lived this, you and your husband gave up your house to travel around and to be able to afford to create this documentary. And also you have a couple Mustangs that you rescued from and reunited after watching one of the roundups. Yeah, it's been, and that's, and a few people know that, but I don't mind that being said. We did, we gave up our house in 2021 to really be able to spend that much time on the road 
we adopted our first two uh, horses from the roundup of the Triple B in Nevada in 2019. And those horses are with Monty Roberts up in, up in Solvang. And, and my hope is that they participate in therapeutic programs for kids one day. We've, we've rescued a number of horses since we began the Wild Beauty Foundation in 2020. And actually, the last horse we rescued is this little, little gray mare that was so abused and so emaciated. She was rounded up in Idaho. And we rescued her about, it's been about six or seven months. We held a naming contest on the Wild Beauty Foundation social media as she was as she was being rehabilitated, and Mackenzie Foy, who stars in Black Beauty, it, it participated in the competition, and wow. she named her Whisper of the Wild, which was so interesting. It was so beautiful because my horse as a child, my favorite horse, was called Whisper, who was also gray. Mackenzie adopted that wild horse. And she's now, they're actually, they've just started riding together. Black Beauty came to life. And that, that is was just awesome. A, it's so cool. And so that's helping to raise awareness. And so I really feel like this year, this year is a really, really critical year to, to, to get people to pay attention to wild horses. And, you know, the, the roundup schedule for this year has come out and it's devastating. They're rounding up some of the herds that you've seen in that film, in our film, are being rounded up again and driven down. They're driving these populations down to extinction level numbers. I mean, they're not genetically sustainable in a lot of places. And I, and to me, and this is my opinion, having lived this for years, I think that that is intentional by the Bureau of Land Management. I think that they are continuing to call these herds down so that they will eventually, they'll eventually, you know, be so low that they won't be sustainable. Um, and, and so I'm hoping in, way if this if the film as a tool can help stop that we need to stop that well it is it is breathtaking i mean yeah i think it's something we all should watch and you've poured your heart and soul into it but just if you love horses just watching these the 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 shots of you walking out and sunrise and like the horses galloping I mean it's the filming and the cinematography and it's just incredible now what else I did see was did I see you like in the desert somewhere across the globe recently on your social media tell us about that movie we are. I'm doing another beautiful animal story about a little boy and a lamb, and we're shooting that overseas. And this little boy, it's another another beautiful story that intertwines important themes about compassion and animal empathy and intelligence. And so that movie will be out called The Lamb, and it'll be out uh, later this year. And and it's a, a just another beautiful story, and we're spending a lot of time uh, overseas in the, in the Arabian desert. He goes on this journey across the Arabian desert to save the orphan lamb he loves. So, uh, Oh my we're God, I'm going to cry that. hearing yeah. you talk about that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Thank Woo. you. Now you're Thank also, you. I just saw something. Um, you are going to write and direct kind of a, a remake. If I know you, it's going to be a little different of a remake city of yeah. angels. Yes. Yes, it's that's a dream come true, really, because I, I'm such a believer in in love and and love stories and timeless elegance. And I think we need more 
more of that in our world today. And so, yes, I was, uh, it's been in the works for almost two years and was finally announced that um, it's going to be a reimagining of City of Angels, which had Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan in, in 98. And our version follows a female angel in New, in New York City. And she falls in love with a lonely jazz musician who's bottled up his music and she helps bring that out in him. So, oh my God, I don't very excited. <laughs> that movie and where the red fern grows are the two hardest I've ever cried in a movie ever. It's just amazingly heart wrenching, but also that's incredibly beautiful love story. So that's going to be exciting. What a cool idea to, like I said, you're, you're going to take a concept and then you're going to just completely change it, but still honor all of the, the bones, uh, that are, that were set in the, in the original one. The, the heart of it. Absolutely. And it's going to be fun to, to introduce a musical element, obviously with the with the young man um, being a musician, a jazz musician. So that's, that's a dream come true project. I'm, I'm very, very proud of that, that we're doing with, with Warner brothers. So, yeah, but my, you know, as you know, my heart and soul have been completely, completely uh, entangled and enmeshed with the wild horse issue. And we're, we're going to keep going and we're going to be doing a screening for members of Congress uh, coming up in June in D.C. and and getting the film right in front of them. So that's very important. Awesome. And uh, and then we're going to keep uh, keep going through this year. We've got a number of screenings around the country, just continuing to you know build this groundswell of attention. Hopefully, so if anyone listening who cares about wild horses, if you can help, whether you know somebody in the press. Uh, any journalists we're, we're, we're really trying to get as much media coverage on on the film and ultimately on the issue uh, this year to try to start changing things absolutely now um i've got i've got a couple of things i want to talk a little real quick about the are you doing a briar horse t- t- i saw something about briar horses that you're doing because there's nobody who loves briar horses more than all the people listening to this right now. So tell everybody about your briar horse project. So we're still waiting to see what's going to, what's going to happen with briar hollow, but I, I was brought aboard to, to write and, and direct um, and come up with a, a TV series that was inspired by the briar brand and, and briar is involved. And um, it's a, what I can say is the concept is it's, it's elevated family. There's some magical, realism elements about a little girl who basically moves to a new town, a fictional town in Colorado. And she, uh, she has a, she's able to communicate with the natural world around her. I think that's what I can say right now. And I, I very much also, I was telling the, one of the producers just last week, how much I want to, I'd love to write Briar Hollow as a, as a children's book um, series as well. And that's, that's what I always wanted to do as a, a young person. I thought I'd go into children's books. So uh, but it's another beautiful way to continue bringing the world of horses to more people and to inspire people to care or to want to get involved with horses themselves or see, you know, see the value of of how horses can be part of our lives today in so many different ways. I mean, you're, you've, you've got the concept, you're making, you want to, you thought you'd write children's books and here you're doing a reimagining of black beauty and you're <laughs> talking to kids about wild horses. I mean, this is like, you've, you've upped your dream, you know, like you set a goal and you kicked it in the teeth, you know, you went way further. So I did see over the weekend that you had your red carpet event for wild beauty. And I noticed friend of the show, Marty Irby and Monty Roberts were both there. 
they were. It was a beautiful, beautiful event. And, and I stayed up one night designing this. <laughs> you saw the red carpet. We used an image of the film. And it was so, because we wanted the horses, obviously, as represented as feasibly possible. And it was just, it was such an elegant event. And Marty has been such a friend to us and the horses. Monty Roberts, obviously, is he's somebody so iconic and so kind with such important, important messages out there for people and for horses. So, and it was just so cool as well. We had two children, one, one of which is a mentee of mine named Jocelyn. Jocelyn Who I met at the, the movement film. and we, yes, did, we you did. I did some yep. long lining with you and her. Yep. Yep. So she, she was there and she did interviews on the red carpet. She did a great job. And then a finalist from our short story competition through, through wild beauty foundation, uh, named Faith, young Faith was able to, I found out she lived in California and I invited her and her, her family to come. And, and that was just, it was beautiful to have some, some young people represented there fighting for wild horses. That's fantastic. Well, um, the last thing is you, you, you've, when you got married, did your husband know he was going to be traipsing through the desert, watching wild horses run around? Or was this like something that's grown? <laughs> Cause he's an actor. Like this is not normally the LA lifestyle. Oh, that's so funny. No, I don't think he had any idea that, that he was uh, about to go down this rabbit hole with me um, or down this journey, but he's been such an incredible partner and such a, you've met Ed. He's such a kind, kind soul. And, and you know, and he never, he, horses were not part of his life growing up. So he's, he's, he's gotten very passionate about the issue and he's, you know, we've, we've, we've gone, you know, side by side, headstrong into this together. And I'm, I'm very, very lucky to have such a supportive husband and producing partner. Hey, I mean, Ashley, Glenn, it's, I, it's the perfect horse husband. I know. There you go. So I do a horse husband episode every once in a while. I need to get him on to find out if his story is the same as yours. Oh, that would be so funny. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it would be hilarious. And he would have some very, very funny stories for you. If you did horse, <laughs> he's looking at me right now. He just walked out of the house. You don't know what you're in for, honey. <laughs> it's funny well, how it's never, so. it's never quite the same as when we hear the woman tell the story. Never quite the same. That is funny. That is funny. Yeah. I've been a target of this too, Ashley. So, you know, know what they're gonna say <laughs> but it's definitely cool well hey i know we've kept you on for longer than we we're supposed to but tell everybody again i mean where can they watch the movie where can they 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 get involved with the hashtag i stand with wild horses tell everybody all the things one more time thank you so much so we're the wild beauty foundation wildbeautyfoundation.org and people can help by by spreading the trailer for the movie, sharing the trailer for Wild Beauty, Mustang Spirit of the West, with the hashtag, I stand with wild horses. And then if they want to go a step further, call your me members of Congress and ask them to advocate for a hearing to stop the roundup and the removal of wild horses on our public lands. Those calls really do add up and they make a difference. And Wild Beauty, Mustang Spirit of the West is now available on a bunch of platforms. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on iTunes, Spectrum, uh, all of these different TVOD platforms. So just Google it and I'm sure it'll pop up on a, on a provider that you can access. And thank you. Thank you, everyone who's listening for Standing with Wild Horses. Ashley Avis, thank you so much for being on. And I hope I get to see you with the movement again this year. Thank you, Jamie. I hope so.
Well, thank you for having me, Jamie and Glenn. I really appreciate it. Bye, Ashley. Absolutely. Give it her love. What a topic. And she, she is so passionate about it. And she's just, I mean, for real, like the nicest human on the planet. And her husband is also the nicest human on the planet. They're just like the, this like power couple of syrupy awesomeness. It's weird. And they're both, <laughs> they're just so nice. Well, I hope everybody gets a chance to see it. Uh, it again, it's called Wild Beauty, Mustang Spirit of the West. It's well, just beautiful. I mean, I, it's hard for me to watch really heart-wrenching things sometimes, but like this doesn't just, it doesn't bring you down. It kind of, ins- it's inspirational, you know, and, and, and the, the like I said, the views and the footage of the wild horses that they got is just incredible. Well, let's hope it's inspirational for the congressman they're going to show it to. Please That's God. what really counts, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so. You know what? Uh, you, the way you feed your horses is important, too, and Purina helps you with that. Level up your horse's performance this season with choices from Purina Animal Nutrition. From Purina Ultium Competition Formula to Purina Impact Pro Performance and everything in between. Purina has the right option for your horse, including supplements like Purina Super Sport Amino Acid Supplement and Purina Amplify High Fat Supplement. Also, there are many choices for optimal nutrition when you choose Purina, all backed by science. Level up your performance this season. Put Purina's research to the test. Ask for Purina at your local feed retailer today. Unfortunately, with the situation I have going on here right now, we've run out of time for a question first world problems. Auditors, hang on, though. I will tell you what the situation is real quickly because there's a funny part to this story. The rest of it, not so funny. Uh, But we'll talk about that in the post show. I did want to mention... So you're ending the show because you're having travel drama and you're leaving town tomorrow and there's issues actually we're supposed to be leaving town in about uh 30 minutes so (laughs) we're gonna find out um but I did want to mention for the next two weeks, we will have all new shows. Jamie's going to be here working. She has fill-in co-hosts that are going to be with her. The Tuesday and Thursday episodes are going on. So you'll have brand new shows for the next two weeks. Uh, they can do this without me, and I'm happy about that. So have fun doing your shows the next two weeks. Thanks. Uh, and uh, thank you to all of the co-hosts that are filling in. I really appreciate them, too. But hang on, auditors, for post-show. We'll get to that in just a second. Take care, everybody. All right, Spain Neuter Geld. Be good. Be good. You auditors, be good in there. Yeah, right. You're in charge. We're going to post snake pictures and <laughs> You're in charge. veterinary stuff. It's going to be awesome. <laughs>